0: All right, so, we're starting the Mishnah, daf kufnun He, amen olive, right? We were up to the Mishnah. So, I'm going to discuss here things that have to do with tircha and eating. And this will actually be the entire daf, feeding and tircha. So, the Mishnah says, it says, matirin, you can untie pakiye amir, bundles of animal food, lifne behema, umifasfasin es hakipin, and you can spread out the kipin. We'll have to see what kipin are. Also some sort of uh, animal food. Avaloyez hazirin, but not zirin. That's a third form. Okay, so we basically, we said, you can untie pa'kiye amir. You can scatter keep in, but not zirin. So this is cryptic. We're going to have to really explain wh- uh, what that all means. And there's going to be a machleikis. So that's why we'll explain it soon. You can't um, cut up or shred Shachas is like fodder, right? That's what the animal food. is yis and not. Haruben uh, is a boxer, carob, right? So it's, one is, shachas is mistum a little softer and charuvin will be a little harder. The point is that you can't shred them up because we're assuming at this point that the animal doesn't, in order to eat it, doesn't require that much, you know, that much detail. You don't have to shred it up. Just put it in front of them. They'll eat it and that's it. So we don't want you to do extra tirch on Shabbos. Lopnei behema. Bein daka gasa, whether it's a behemadaka, right? So a skinny animal or or gasa, right? Like a, a cow. Rabbi Yehuda mater He says charubin you are able to shred up, okay? And that we're saying because the teeth of uh, a daka, right? They, they don't have their teeth can't um, chew or process food that's very hard, and 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 buxer is hard. Okay, so Zakhti Amar Rav So, like I said, we have basically three things that we need to determine over here. Number one, what are Pekiye Amir? Number two, what are kifin? And number three, what are Zirin? Okay, and then on the, on the flip side, so that's types of food, right? And then on the flip side, we have to also determine what's the difference between Matirin, we said you can untie, and Mephosphocin to scatter. So, there's three things, three types of food and two processes that we're talking about. So now we have to put that together. Amarahuna. hein huna Hain, Hain, Hain and Kifin. They're really, Pakien and Kifin are the same thing. What's the difference? Pakien is tray, and Kifin is tlasa. Okay, that means that if you have a bundle of food, what we're saying is you could untie one, uh, the, the Pakien has two, two ties, one on each end of the, uh, you know, let's say you have like a, a bundle, picture like a bundle of straw, so there's two ties, one on each end, and, uh, and uh, ki, um, kifin is three, so you have three ties, one in the middle as well. Zirin, so what are zirin? That is the arzi. Those are like cedar wood chips, okay? And they can be used for food, but stama is lahasaka, right? It's stam, it's for firewood, right? What would you do with cedar wood? It is, it does provide some sort of nourishment to the animal, but mstama, it's, it's for firewood. And then this is how you learn the Mishnah. You could untie the bundles of food and you could spread them out. Now, what's the point of spreading them out? Spreading them out makes them more appeasing to the animal. Okay, so we're saying not only can you untie the food, you can spread it out, like, almost like fluff it up and uh, get it, you know, make it more appealing to the animal. So whether, then, we're learning that you can do these for, you can untie and spread out both pakiye amir and kifin, both bundles that have two ties and three ties. But you cannot, you cannot even, you can't do anything for the zirin. For the, the cedar wood chips, right, or wood sticks that could be used for animal food, those you can't do. Okay, why? Well, what's Psha over here? I'm my time at the How do you understand the Huna? Kasavar that he holds that if something is already animal food, you can you can be matriach with it, you can deal with it, you can do extra work. But you can't take something that is hasaka that's firewood and turn it into animal food. So therefore, when you talk about the bundles that are either with two ties or three ties, since when they're in bundle form, they are already animal food, so then you can do whatever you want to it. You can untie to, to, to spill it out in front of the animal, and then you can fluff it up, right? You can scatter it around to make it more appealing to the animal because it's already animal food, but the wood chips, which are not food, you cannot untie them because untying the bundle will turn it into food. And since stamalahasaka, you can't do anything to it to turn it into food. That is Rav Hunashita. Rav Yehuda, he argues, he says... That here's how I'm going to translate it. Amar, hein hein, pakieh, hein hein, zirin. That pakien and zirin are the same. Pakiyan tray, zirin tlasa. And again, those are bundles of food, either with two ties or three ties. Kifin, and then kifin is the arzi. That's the middle one. Now, if you remember, kifin, it said, mefasusen kifin. So how do we understand this? katamar. katari. And this is what we're saying. Matirin, pakieh, amar bahima. You can untie the bundles. You cannot fluff it up. So he's going to say, if it's already food, and it's chazi it's for the animal to eat, you're done. You can't do anything to it. But, when it comes to kifin, because it's not animal food, so then, you, in order to eat it, because it's not, it's not really chazi for the animal, it's only like b'daychach, so in order to get the animal to eat it, you have to fluff it up, right? You have to scatter it to make it more appealing to the animal because it's really just a bunch of wood. And in order to get the animal to eat it, you have to do an extra avod to it. But has zirin, the fast face. And when it comes to zirin, just like we said with pakiei amir, you can't be a fast face either. You can only untie. Why? I'm a rabbi, my time is Rabbi Yehuda. So he holds the exact opposite. Shavuya uchla mashvinan that in order, you got to feed your animal. So we're going to let you do what's necessary to feed your animal. But, mitrach, once it's already chazi for the animal, then you, can't, you, then you can't do anything further. So he holds that if you have a bundle of food, it's already animal food, all you're allowed to do, if it's tied with two or three, you can untie it, because as soon as you untie it, now the animal can eat it. If it's the wood chips, right? If it's the cedar, the ziri, then he's saying that you can get it because even if you would untie it, the animal's not going to eat it. You can get it into a form that the animal will eat by being methasphazin, by scattering it out and making it more appealing to the animal. And that is the shita of, that is the shita of Rabbi Yehuda. Tanan. So now we're going to ask a series of kashas. Okay, Tanan. You can't shred Shachas father or Charubin. We said is Buxter the caribs of one of the Beima. Bangdako, so, Daco, That was a Tanakama. So my love, Charubin don't the Shachas. Don't we? Aren't we makish the Charubin, the Carib, which we said is hard, like Shachas? Ma Shachas, they right? Hey, Shahas could basically be like hey stubble. So that is soft. So to have charuban dir'kichi, that maybe charuban is also soft. Alma, so what do we see? The fact that you're taking, if it's soft, it's already edible. If it's edible, and yet we said, you can't shred it to make it more appealing to the animal. You can't do that. So That's a kashon. huna said that if it's already food, then you can do extra stuff to it. But you can't make it into food. We see here then it must be it makes sense to say that the shachas, that the, the haruven is like shachas, that we're talking about that it's already edible, and it's already edible, and yet the Mishnah says that you can't shred it. Okay, so it's a of huna. So the gemara answers is, kashmarav mm-hmm. huna, shachas the haruven, it's the other way around. The shachas is in fact hard. Ma haruven dakushi, it is hard and tough to eat. Ah shachas dakushi, and if that's the way you would understand it in Rav Huna, that since it's hard, it's inedible. If it's inedible, you're not allowed to do anything. That's Rav Huna Shita. How do you find, right, when is shachas too hard for an animal? Right, because like I said, if it's like hay or fodder, it shouldn't be too hard. No, because we're talking about zutri. we're talking about with little donkeys. So baby donkeys, baby donkeys can't even chew shachas, and therefore you're not, like according to Rav Huna, you're not able to shred the shachas because it's inedible, you're not allowed to make something that's inedible into food for a behema on Shabbos. Tashma, Rav Yehuda matir becharuvin, l'daka, so Rav Yehuda in the Mishnah, so he argued on Tanakhama, Tanakama said that you cannot shred shachas or haruvin, whether it's for a daka or a gas, so Rav Yehuda says no, for a daka, you can shred haruven. daka in Lagasala, that only for a behema Daka, for right for a little animal. So e Ari Bishlaimatanakabar Savar, Mitrach Boko Literhinan, Mashvinan. So if you want to say that like Revhu like Rav Yehuda, okay, like Rav Yehuda Le Amira, who said Mitra Baholo that if it's something that's already animal food, then you can't do anything to it but you're allowed to make it into food so then hayude kamar ravihu did the tana on the mishnah that a haruvin ladaka that's why ravihu holds that you can shred haruvin for a behemedonko you want to know why because you're allowed to make it into food okay uh, 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 that's why hayude kamar ravihu da haruvin ladaka nami shavu oho elo i Tanakamer the tannacomer subar Shavu'i Ohlomashvinon, if you want to say like Rav Huna, that you're not allowed to take something that isn't animal food and make it into animal food on Shabbos. uh Ohlom, I'm sorry. But Mitrachba Ohlomatrachinon, so Rav Yehunda, the Tana, the Matabach Harub, and Ladaka, if we're going to allow, right, according to Rav Huna, that if it's not food, you're not allowed to do anything, and if it is food, then you are allowed to. So, if it's food for the daka, right? Rabbi, what does Rabbi Huda say? Rabbi Huda says that for a daka, for Haruvin, you are allowed to shred it. So, if you're allowed to shred it for a daka, meaning if you're allowed to shred it, that must be that it's already considered food. Right? Because Rav Huna Shita is, if it's, if it's not food, then you are not able to do anything to it. So it must be that it's food for a daka. Well, if the hard thing, the haruvin, which are hard, is going to be considered food for a behemoth daka, kol For sure, it's considered food for a big animal. So, so right? So that, that's a kasha now in Rav So The Mara says, no, misavris daka, daka mamish. Does daka actually mean a skinny little animal? What does it mean? My daka? Uh, daka gasa. Okay. A, that that it means a, a in between daka gasa or oh, my carly daka. What does it mean daka? Daka doesn't mean that it's a little animal that it can't physically chew the food that it's not really food. It means the daikabel ochla. It means that it's particular. And we've had this before. We talked about like the, a donkey. We said that a donkey is more particular about eating than than a shar. And we have what's if you have what, what happens if you have a shar a, a donkey that's less particular than a shar that's more daka. So we see that this is concept of saying. That we call it daka, because it's daika, right? Because it's particular. In fact, the Gemara really Hamanitani resha, bein daka, ben gasa. Okay, that works to explain Rabbi Yehuda. But what do you mean if it said in the resha, ben daka, we gasa call it called Rabbi Yehuda daka, daka, So you can't if the machle, if you're if you're bringing down a machlekes between the Tanakhama and Rabbi Yehuda and you're going to change the meaning of Rabbi Yehuda but you're not changing the meaning of in, in, in the Tanakama, then it's going to be inconsistent. So the Gemara says, you know what he says to that? Kasha. You're right. It's schwer, but Lamaisa, Rabbi Yehuda, and Rav Huna are not changing their shitas. So, I'm going to stick with that. Tashimah, we're going to try one more time. Again, we're going to try to see whether or not, right, as a fundamental machikis, are you allowed to take food that is already animal food, Rav Huna holds. If it's already animal food, you're allowed to do more to it. You're allowed to be matriach with it. But if it's not food, you're not allowed to turn it into food. And Rabbi Yehuda holds, that just the exact opposite, that if it is already food, then you're not allowed to do anything to it. But if it's not food, you'll have to turn it into food. Tashmat says, You can cut up gourds or pumpkins. Okay, so what is, <clears throat> what are we talking about? So let's say the gourd is normally, um, is meant for Michael Adam. Okay, and now comes on Shabbos. And you decide you want to give it some, some of it to your animal. So we said, You can cut it up, and we're not going to say it's mukta. Right? Even though it came to Shabbos, it was human food, not animal food. You're allowed to cut it up. And that you can cut up nevela for the dog. right? So if an animal died, okay, it died on Shabbos, you can cut it up to feed the dog. My love, duluim dumi de nevela let's say that the gourds, the pumpkins over here are like nevela. Ma nevela, nevela is meat, that it's soft, after that it's also soft. So what do we see? Al we see that you are able to turn it into food. I'm sorry, you are able to, if it is already food, right, like the gourds are already food, you're, you're allowed to be matriach with it, v'tiuf the and that's now Shvera Reb Yehuda. Yehuda said, that you are, you are only allowed to make something into animal food. But if it's already chazi for an animal, then you're no longer allowed to deal with it. So if, if Rabbi Yehuda is true, you shouldn't be able to cut up the pumpkins, and you shouldn't be able to cut up the nevela. just chuck it in front of them and let them eat it as it is. Why are you cutting it into nice little squares for them? So the Amr no lach of Yehuda, no. Like we answered before about the Shachas and the harubin that... Your, what, you know, your, your presuppos- presupposition is wrong, okay? That what we're talking about here is that Nivella is doing the deluin. Ma deluin dashuni, af novella, dashuna, right? That we're talking about that just like deluin are hard, so to the, 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 the Nivella is hard, right? You could have pumpkins that are unripe, that are hard, and that's why you're cutting them up, because that's what makes them ripe. How do you have meat, right? Because meat isn't normally hard. So how do you have meat that's hard? So either basar pili, an elephant meat, inami, or we're talking about biguraisa zutri, with little tiny, uh, you know, dogs that don't have uh, efficient uh, teeth. And therefore, the meat, you're right, is regular meat, and it would normally be soft, except that for them, the only way that it becomes edible is if you cut it into little tiny pieces. It's the baby dogs, like feeding a baby. You've got to cut it into little tiny pieces. So, and that's why you're allowed to do it, because in order to make it into food, Rabbi, Rabbi Yehuda holds, you're allowed to make, make something into food, you're not even much with food. It's too much tirchah. Toshima, one more time. The tiny Rebchanah Manardah, says, teven Okay, so you can crumble up straw, and asfasta is also fodder of some sort, some sort of animal uh, feed. Umar, arvin. okay, and you can, um, okay, and, and you can uh, you can make an error with them. The point is, what do we see from the fact that we said on tevin and I'm sorry, You can mix them together. So we said you can crumble Teven and aspasta and mix it together. The point is, we see that you're allowed to crumble it. If you're allowed to crumble it, that means you're allowed to be matriach and it's already food. Um, and we said that's a caution to Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda holds you're only allowed to make something into food, but once it's already food, you're not allowed to with it. So the answer answers, Teven is what are we talking about? Betibna sarya, that it is spoiled Teven. Okay, and that's why the only way the animal is going to eat it is if you really crumble it up and mix it together. And Aspasta Ba'ayli tree. we're talking about, again, baby donkeys. And for them, it's not in- inedible. So the Gemara is asking, according to of Yehuda, if it's already edible, how you're going to with it? And when he asks that it's inedible, it's inedible either because it's spoiled, so you have to mix it together, or um, because it's inedible, because you're trying to feed a baby donkey. Okay, so continuing with feeding uh, animals here. And again, we said that the issue here is Tircha. So Ein, Zakti Mishnah, Ein es HaGamal. You cannot stuff the camel v'loy darson, so oivsin uh, 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 and darson are both stuffing the animal. Rashi expi- explains them like the Gemara is going to say that this is a question of how much you're stuffing in. Okay, so this is a, a din of shir. You can't stuff. What they would do is they basically force feed the animal to fatten them up, right? So they'd stuff, Avesin is a lashing of avos, which is a trough, and it would basically put so much food into its stomach that you essentially made its, its stomach like a trough of food. Okay? So you stuff all the way down, and darcin means to stick it into their throat. So it's just a question, right? The Avsin is, is to cram it in all the way down, and Darcin is just, till, you know, just to the throat. Point is, you can't force feed that much you're able to do what's called halata, right? That's pouring in. So what we're saying is you're allowed to pour in. You just can't cram, cram it down. You can't cram it all the way in. You can't cram it to the throat, but you can pour some into the animal's mouth. The aim ma'amirin, we'll have to see. So now we're going to use a lot of terms, which is going to make it confusing, but I do have a chart. What if I have a chart? Because I know you like charts. So I have a chart, and uh, we're going to pretty much align everything, Okay. So we're saying, to say, you can't fatten up the calves. but you are able, again, this Malitin is like we had by the gummel, you're able to um, pour it into its mouth. Umahalkatin, again, mahalkatin is another lotion of some sort of feeding. Letarnagal. Benoistin Mayan Lamorsin. Okay, so Mahapitan Latarnagal. You can feed, force feed the chicken. Now, benoist the lamorsin. Now, this is, this is a lush issue. We, we go back, now, we just left tircha. now we're at lush. So what we're saying is, you can put water into bran, right, so to make the food, what you do is you take bran, and you put water in, and then you mix it together, right? You you'd do lush, right? You mix it together. So we're saying that you're able to pour water in, but you're not allowed to mix the two together. You cannot put water in front of honeys or the birds of a chicken coop. You can put water in front of geese and chickens and also pigeons. Okay, so Zakta Gamara, First, we want to understand my ain't. What does it mean that you can't you can't force feed like oysin? I'm Rabbi Huda. Ain oysin you can't make a trough inside its stomach. Is it such a thing? We could force feed it that much? And yeah, he says, I saw this Arab guy, this Arab merchant, he fed a core worth, it was a huge amount, to an animal. And he was carrying another core that he was planning on stuffing into the animal. So we see, and what I think the Gemara is saying is that essentially, that if you if you cram, jam it into, jam it in, cram it in enough that the, the animal can have, eat pretty much unlimited amounts of food, you just have to really stick it in there. That's how they fatten up, fatten up animals, right? Your French foie gras, mm-hmm. say? Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, le jaguar. Ain ma'amirin. ma Okay, allahu akbar Ain Ma'amirin. Okay. So now we said, right? Just remember, we said, Ain is darsin. So that is again quantity. Quantity of force feeding. You can't cram it into force feed. but you could pour. Okay? So pouring, yes. This thing called ma'amirin, no. Now we have to understand what is this ma'amirin? So azahi hamra'a. What is this ma'amirin? Okay. Hamra'a. Okay, that's the verb. I guess or passive past tense. I'm not good with the tenses. Yamra, what does that mean? So what is this force feeding and what's the pouring? So Yehuda Hamra'a. It depends on again, it depends on how deep, right? We're talking about levels of deep. So when we said by the eagle, we said ain't oibsin, uhsin, right? So Ma'amirin would also be like how deep can you go? Hamra means Lamakam that what you cannot do is force-feed the animal enough to the point in which you can't get the food back out. HaWata, when you say pouring it in, that means, that means that you're putting the food in the animal's mouth, basically sticking it in his mouth. So the first one, what you can't do is, you can't stuff it in, right? But you can just put it in his mouth. Rav Chista says no either way, right, what, you, what we're talking about here is, of course, putting it in its mouth would be totally fine. That's not a problem. We're talking about here where you stuff it in. The question is, what method did you use? Hamra'a bikli and halata biyad. that what we're saying is, our chisel is going to learn, what can't you do? You can't use a kli to stuff the food down. But if you just use your hand, then, right with your hand, you can force feed. Okay, and that's the difference in the sheet over here. So Masar Rav Yasef, Rav Yaisif asked the following, Kasha, Mahalkitin Litarne We said you can be Mahalkit Litarne Now, just to, just to, um, uh, <clears throat> for the sake of trying to keep this as, <laughs> it's, it's confusing, but to keep it as simple as possible, Mahalkitin for Tarnagoylem is like Malitin for Agamo, or an eagle. So that's the one that we said is mutter. So we're saying by chickens also, Maser you can do what's called which is like halata, the ain shemalkitin. So we'll say you can do one thing and for sure another thing. The ain malkitin However, when you talk about birds of a chicken coop, then you can't do what's called this Malkitin. Now, we don't know what this Malkitin is. We're assuming right now that Mahalkitin, like I said, is like Mal'itin, of which we said in the Mishnah that for the gummo and the egel is Mutter. So we say Mahalkitin, yes, for Tarnagol. And for sure, Malkitin for a Tarnagol. We don't know what Malkitin is. However, ain't Malkitin li'lein Okay? So, the ain't are lemer ain't Mahalkitin, and then of course you can't do Mahalkitin. So my or my malkitin. So how do we understand what these two different types of feeding are? So Ele ma mahalkatin disafi lobia So you want to say that mahalkatin means that you um, <clears throat> that you that you fed it with your with your hands. You stuffed it into its mouth. Malkitin means dishali That all you did was you took the food and you chucked it in front of the animal, right? That you didn't actually put it into its mouth. Miklal, what did we say? it's going to be usr to do Malkitin. Miklal di Yoynei Shevach, Mishta Kamayu Namiloy? If you tell me that Malkitin means just putting it in front of them, why can't you put food in front of a Yoynei Shevach? What's wrong? You can't, you, there's certainly nothing wrong with putting food in front of an animal. El you have to say that Mahalkitin means that means that you're actually physically feeding it, shoving it down its mouth. Malkitin must mean putting it into its mouth, shi So, if we say halkata is like mal'itin, okay, halkata is like mal'itin, and those are the things that universally are allowed in the Mishnah, so the only way to understand that is that's talking about where you stuffed it in its mouth, okay, and where did you go? To that even when you stuff it into a place where it's any right? Then the thing that you're not allowed to do for shavah must be putting it in its mouth, right? Because it can't be Shadi Kamayu, that's gotta be mutter, there's nothing wrong with that. So then Hamra, which is one one level worse, right? So we're starting, let's let's talk about levels from the bottom up. The, the simplest level is chucking it on the ground like the animal eat. That for sure should be okay. Then the next level is putting it in its mouth. Okay, so we're saying that, we're, right, we have to deal with the yoyin n'shevach that it's asr and tarnagol that it's motor, right, which is like halata. So putting it in front, there's no question. Putting it in its mouth, right, we would have to say that that's the, where we say the yoyin n'shevach is going to be asr. You can't put it physically in its mouth. And then for the mal'itin or mahakutin for tarnagolim, which we said is going to be mutter, right? The one that we have listed three times in the Mishnah that's mutter for egel Gamal, and mahakatan It's all the same, Malitin and Mahalkatan. That must be that you're stuffing it into its throat. And that's going to be mutter. So then, when we said Hamra is usher, you got to go up a level. Well, well what's going to be usher about it? If we said it's mutter stuff it in its mouth, it must be that it's bikli. It must be it's with bikli, And that's why it's usher, right? And that now sounds like, Rav, then that now sounds like Rav Chista. Rav Chista said that I'm Raz B'Kli. Got it. Sender. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> why is there is no Israel? I, I know this might be off-topic. Why is there no Esther Machana? That's how you're doing—feeding animals or feeding camels for a journey that you're on. To because take. you're allowed to feed your animals on Shabbos. But for a journey that you're about to take for two days. But this is not for a journey. The camels, I think the ear brings down the camels, for the journey. I'm asking them that. I'm, I know it uh, so needs to eat now. It needs to eat now. And, and, and once a camel. You to, like, yes. food, once you start feeding it. Well, what's that? Uh, an, also, you have to remember uh, if you remember, sure if you remember we, camels, camels, I think they eat like once and like it's good for like a, you know, a week or whatever. Uh, but. Well, we had cases before where once you start doing it, the thing pays off. we going to pay off. Yeah. Right, that's what yeah. I thought also. So you once you start up, doing it, then, then you, you can finish it. it. Uh-huh. Okay. okay, but. Good? Yeah. Okay. So, but you have to the Rav Yehuda. Okay. Because like I said, now it sounds like the only way to explain Hamra is Bikli, which is like Rav And it doesn't work according to Rav Yehuda. Rav Yehuda argues and he says that Hamra is Malkam Shein And if, uh, if that's Haqser, then I have no way to explain, I can't possibly explain why Yen Shega is going to be usher. Uh, it's going to be usher to do Malkitin. So now, we're gonna, th- we're gonna throw this all away, right? What's this all coming? The basis of this is how to explain why, right? The, the reason why we have a kasha on Rabbi is because we have to explain why it is that you can't be malkitin a yoyna right? That's that's what this whole thing hinges on. So Rabbi Yehuda, no, la the That means no, that means you you fed it with your hands, Malkitin the shadi kamayu. And you're right, that you threw it in front of the animal. You want to know why you're not allowed to throw, just put the food out in front of the Yon Very simple. Because, And we're saying for Shavach, it's the, the the responsibility of feeding it is not on you. They could eat on their own. And therefore, it's usher to do it for that animal on Shabbos. If an, if an animal doesn't need you to provide it food, then it's usher to prepare food for it any which way. Even chucking it in front of the animal. Kedetanya, like we have in Ebrisa, it says, You are able to put food in front of a kelev. Not in front of a chazir. What's the difference between the two? What's the difference between the two? that a dog is relying on you for food and the chazir is not. You know why? Because, um, (coughs) because, uh, (coughs) well, actually, Rashi has a very interesting shot here. I would have said something different, but Rashi says that the reason um, that a chazir is because because you're not allowed to raise pigs. Since you're not allowed to raise pigs, so... You would only be feeding them if you're raising them why would you be feeding them okay but based on what the Gemara says later um, I would say that the reason you know but aside from that and that's Rashi so that take that take that to the bank but aside from that is that we're going to see later that a dog is a more particular eater than it. A, a, a pig will slop around in the muck we so huh we're not talking about a wild dog or- we're not talking about. When it says that you could feed your dog, but not the pig, we're talking about your own dog or your own. Well, pig. what we're saying is you're not even allowed to own pigs. That's a Rashi so that's explanation. I'm saying, but I'm saying the, in the general Correct. Yeah, we're talking about your own. Yes, your own, your own. Yeah, yeah. We're not talking about like you know feeding a wild we're animal. We're talking about your own. Correct. The shab- yoyne shayvah that they sure. can eat on their own. They can eat on their own. They don't need you, and that's why it's usher to feed them. I'm a Ravashi. So, Ravashi is now going to try to bring a, a raya to this from the Mishnah. Masnisa Namideka, the Mishnah also would sound like this because it says, Ein nice You cannot put water in front of bees. You can't put water in front of bees or before geese. You can put water in front of geese and chickens. You can put water in front of the pigeons. You could give them to drink. My time, Why do we differentiate between some animals and others? And isn't the, an, isn't the answer because some it's your responsibility to feed, and others they can get the food on their own. So it says, no. So why did the Mishnah say water? We're talking about water, Agma. Okay? And the reason we're talking about um uh, the water is shchiyach in the swamps, okay, but, and it's dafka water, but mezainahs are not shchichy, right, there's not necessarily food hanging around, and you have no right to this concept that In regards to food, in regards to water, water's readily available, right, so certain animals can get to the pond and drink on their own, other animals can't, so that I understand. When it comes to food, maybe, for all animals, you're allowed to feed them, because there's no such thing as food, Just they're just finding food, could they theoretically find? Yeah, maybe they could, but it's still your responsibility to make sure they get fed. Which is in essence saying that all animals would be in the same correct. So the concept is still true. The concept is true. Now, it looks like Chazirim would be the exception because that's just because you're not allowed to be them. so it's a technicality. You're right. If you would violate that iser and have pigs, it would be in as well, but you're not supposed to, at least that's the way Rashi learns. Dar Hashem Yeina, de my dechsev, what does the pasuk say? Yodei at din dalim. Yodei at kadosh baruch hu That a kadosh knows, right? He's aware that a dog shem mezanezach of muatin that it doesn't have a lot of food available. It's particular in what it eats. and therefore the uh, the food that a dog eats will remain remain in its stomach for three days. And we're talking about what happens if a dog eats Basar HaMais, okay, and then the dog dies. Because if the dog doesn't die, then it's tumabulua, which we'll have when we get to Dida. But let's say the dog dies. So now the Basar HaMais is in, the, the dead person is sitting in the dog. The dog is dead. It's no longer Tumabuluah Tuma because it's dead. So now, how long... Do we say if the dog ate, right, how long uh, after the dog dies, how long if the food is in his stomach, will, will the dog be tame? Sorry. Will the food that the dog ate, meaning the mace, the other mace, the tame, mace, if let's say he's sitting in a house, how long will the tame, the, the mace, he ate a part of a dead body, how long will that um, stay to, in regards to Tumah, so we say, mm-hmm. it's 72 hours. It's a lot quicker period of time. It's the amount of time it takes for it to fall into Arv, to fire and to burn. Right? So we say that, in other words, what we're saying is for birds and for Dagen, whatever they eat, they digest and like, um, break down immediately. The dog retains the mace for longer. For three days. And by the way, this is the heter why we're allowed to eat fish, right? Because let's say you eat salmon and it ate some catfish. I don't know, whatever. I don't know what the food chain is for that. But the heter is because we see from here that when it comes to Eifes and Dugim, they're able to break down and, and process the food a lot, lot faster than a dog. Um, that's why you're allowed to eat. You can rely on the fact that uh, it didn't just eat three seconds ago. Amara, Orech, Ara, we see from here. That, because the dog relies on us, heavily relies on humans for food, so it's a normal way to throw a dog meat, l'kalba, to a stray dog, v'kama, how much should one throw? Amramari, mashach unne, an ear's worth, v'chutra basre, now when you give him the meat, make sure to take a stick and whack the dog, so he doesn't keep on coming back. Let him know he's not welcome here. Hanimili bedabra, okay, that is in the wilderness, in the city, don't give him meat at all. You know why? Because it's like giving milk to a stray cat. Da la it's going to tag after you. Anyway, so Papa, um, lest there is no poorer animal than a dog. But the atir Hazira, there is no wealthier animal than a pig. Okay, because a dog is particular in what it eats, and a pig will uh, muck around. Will pretty much eat anything. Tiny Yehuda. We now have a braisa that sounds like Rabbi Yehuda, That what is Ezehi What is going back to our Mishnah? What is Hamra, the force feeding of Ezehi Halata. Hamra means Marbitza. You hold the animal down and stuff it down. Ufpikei says Pia, and you prop open his mouth. Umarchila Kriishin, and you feed it beans. Umaim bevasachas. That is the method. But what do we see here that you're doing it? We Yadaiya with a kli Halacha Halata is Machilin Meumad, a standing up. Umashka ma umid, but nice you put the beans but by itself so it is a slower feed process, okay? But they are both essentially using yadayim with your hands and not bikli. One more quickly. Uh, we said Mahakotel and Tanigoilim. Um, that's really talking about the next part, which we said that in preparing animal food you could put water into more sun into the bran, but you may not mix it. That's a problem of lush. Who is our Mishnah that holds that? um, Who is our Mishnah that holds um, uh, that that holds that you are allowed to put water in? You're allowed to put water in. That must be. It must be. We have a brisa that says if one person puts in flour, so we're talking about making dough. One person puts in the uh, flour, one person puts in water, that just adding in water is going to make you chayiv. Okay? review <laughs> it Huh? Chayiv for kneading. Okay? chi uh, Yehuda, you actually have to knead it together. So now we see that just like our Mishnah said, our Mishnah said that you can put water into the bran, and you're allowed to do that. So that sounds like Rebbe Yehuda, that you're not going to be chayev until you actually knead it says, "No, Raya Adkan That's only by Kemach de Bar who, That's when putting in water, right? It's something that needs to be needed. So, putting in water is not going to be good enough to accomplish a needing. You actually have to need it in order to be chayev. Aval, Bar not subject to needing. I feel Rabbi Yuhuda, Maida. maybe Rabbi Yosef would agree that just putting in water. It doesn't need to be kneaded together. It's not made, you know, you don't make it into braids for challah. Right? And therefore, just putting in water should, would present a problem. And maybe our Mishnah is not like Rabbi Yisraeli Yehuda, No, Tanya, it says, clearly, Rabbi Morson that you can put water into Morson, and that is an exact copy of our Mishnah. So our Mishnah must be Rabbi Yisraeli the according to Rabbi, that's lush Even though not anything. Yet. Even though you didn't do anything, just like we said, Mayim and Kema. Well, I'm sorry, right? Just like I'm sorry. In uh, we wanted to say for maybe it's everybody that would hold that Mayim immersion would be a problem. Then we we said loss right. los, los, like a dive. Our mission says Mayim the immersion is fine. We just want to know, who is that? Is that, is that universal, or is it only Rebbesi of Yehuda? And we answer, no, it's only Rebbesi of Yehuda. Here. Amiel, if you want... Uh, I sent it around in the chat, but if you want a paper. I printed I didn't know who was coming today. Okay, so... use the paper, too. I don't um, so we said, we're going to the first Mishnah, we said that you can untie Pakiye Amir, right? We basically had a two-way machlikist in how to understand the entire Mishnah. We have three and two, right? The three... Avaidah you do to the foods, different types of foods. And then the two things, can you untie or spread it out? So Yehuna, we said, held, Tarchin and that you can, if it's already animal food, you can do whatever you want to it, to make it more appealing to the animal, but it's usher to make something into food. And therefore, and Pekia Oymar meant that it's already food. You can untie the bundle that's tied with two ties and kifa, the one that's tied with three ties. Ume since it's already animal food, you can spread it out and make it more appealing to the animal. But Abul Zirin Is going to be Aser To even untie And we said Zirin is Da'arzo That's like cedar wood chips And that's going to be a problem Because it's Stamal So you're not allowed to make it into animal food And that's Reb, Reb Huna Shita. Reb Yehuda holds the complete opposite Which is If you need to feed your animal You can turn something into food But if it's already food You're not allowed to be Matriach with it So therefore he says Matirin Pekia Omer Meant That you can make something into food By untying it It makes it into food Okay um, and that's that's one that's tied with two. And the zirin was also you're allowed to untie again by untying it that turns it into food. But and and that's just the one that's tied with three ties. But the ain we said you cannot spread it out because you can't be tayrach with something that's already animal food. We said about um the keeping when it comes to the keepin, that is the um, the arza should say that is the cedar chips. And that is that if you don't do sin, it's not sin, it's not going to be food at all. It's not really edible. Okay, and then we had a couple of kashas. We said, in Marsikin Shachas. Okay, so we wanted to know. Uh, we had a bunch of kashas basically to try to prove these two Shitas. I'm not going to go through that now. Okay, and we answered them all. We said, um, in the, the safe of the Mishnah, we said, in Marsikin that you can't shred before the Behema. And Tanakama said, whether it's a Daka or a Gasa, Rehuda said that a Haruvan Lagasa. Um, uh, Charuvin le should say Dhaka, I think this is what happens. Yeah, I didn't edit. That's wrong. Ha- uh, Charuvin le Daka is going to be um, mutter Okay, and we said that according to Rav Huna, uh, according according to Rav Huna, the way Rav, Yuhuna, Rav Huna understands it, um, according to Rav Huna, Rav Huna understands it. That uh, according to Rav Yehuda, according to Rabbi, I'm sorry, according to Rav Huna, according to Rav Yehuda, you have to say that what does Daka mean? When we said that he allows for Daka, it's Daka the Gasa And according to Rav Yehuda, the Mahagas Tanakam, Rav Yehuda is talking about to make it into food. Fine. We said, moving on to the next mission, we said Ein Eivsin. We said you can't make something, you can't trough the animal, right? Stuff enough food that it makes it into a trough. Or Darsin, to stick it into its throat, which is less than Avus. And then we had a Machlechus over here, how to understand what is Hamra'a, ain't ma'amirin, right? So that we said it was Osr. Then we said Malitin or Mahalkatin, which you said are the same things. Malitin is for Gamal and eagle. Mahalkatin for Tarnagal, we said you're allowed to do. And how to understand ain't ma'akitin, and then we had a Machlechus, Rav Huda and Rav Chista on the first two, that ma ma'amirin, Rav Huda holds, it's biyad, makam she'en yechol l'achser. Chista holds its bakli. And Malitin, that you're allowed to do, Rev. Yehuda holds that it's biyad only to a makam she'echel where you can basically put it in the animal's mouth, but you can't stuff it down. You can't stuff it down its throat. Rev. holds that no, even biyad that you're allowed to do it makam she'en yachal okay? And when it came to we wanted to say biyad, even throwing it in front of the animals is asr, because ain't and alecha, But we had no raya, Right, we we tried to bring a raya from Ein Moisten in the Mishnah Ein Moisemayim in Mishn, Lifnei We said it's not a raya, okay, because water is shchiach, but maybe Mazan is not shchiach, and therefore you would in fact be able to. It's possible that you um, you would in fact be able to feed throw uh, food in front of the Yehina Shavach. We have no raya. Rav Yana, uh, said that we just discussed that an animal, a dog, its um, its food is muatin, right, and therefore. Um, um, we said that you should feed the animal, depending on which type it is, and uh, that there's no, no, no uh, uh, animal that struggles for food more than a dog, and none that is ashir, right, that has plenty of food, like a chazir. Okay, and then we just quickly discussed that we said in the, in the Mishnah, we said, uh, you can put water into the brain, but you can't mix it, and we said, we proved, first we wanted to say we weren't sure, but then we ended up proving that it's like Rav Rebuhuda Yehuda, and not like Rebbe, okay, that um, Rebbe holds that putting water in is going to be osir awesome because of wash.